Every little girl grows up dreaming about her happy ever after, but most of us don't have fairy tale scriptwriters making sure we get it. That's where the Happy Ever After show comes in. If you have been waiting for a fairy godmother to wave her magic wand and release your frustrations, create the prosperity you want, and live a life you love, then listen closely. It's time to learn how to make your own wishes come true with your host, Cassie Parks. Hello and welcome to the Happy Ever After show. I am Cassie and I am so glad that you are here and spending this time with me. I'm excited to talk about being an entrepreneur and growing into the success and really writing your own script for that. That's what this show is about. It's about creating your happy ever after, your version of whatever that is with your business. Because getting to do what you love is such an integral part of living a life that you love. And it really is, I think it's part of your happy ever after. For me, my business success is what capped off my happy ever after and the life that I'm living that I absolutely love. So I am so glad that you're here to talk about it with me. Just Really quick, if you're loving the show, I would love if you subscribed via iTunes, hit that subscribe button. And if you feel, I would also love if you left a review. I love reading reviews. I'm getting so many coming in and it's just so much fun to read and hear your thoughts about the show and what has an impact on you. So share that because I really do. I love that and I'm doing this for you. So I am so glad you're here, and I'm excited to talk about today's topic, and I'm I'm excited about what's going on in my world, and so what's awesome in my world is that I have a workshop coming up, a live, my first live script your happy ever after workshop, and it is in Denver, and I've just been looking on Facebook, I have an event for, you know, event page so everybody can connect and we can all communicate in one space. And what's really fun is that people are booking their hotels and they're booking their flights and they're talking about where they're staying and everybody's having such great success with the hotel that is literally around the corner from where we're doing our workshop. And it's so much fun to watch and it's fun to watch because it's all coming together, but it's even sweeter because I know what it's like to put on a workshop or to organize a workshop or think that you're going to put on a workshop. I'm not sure what you call it when it doesn't actually happen, but you know, to want to have a workshop like this, like that I'm getting to do so soon, it's coming up very soon in January and I'm so excited. And I know what it's like to want that and to not have anyone sign up for it. Well, actually, I do know it's like to have someone say that they'll, you know, if you give a free pass to someone that they'll come and they're excited, which is awesome. But I know what it's like to put all this energy in and to think that you're marketing it and to, you know, book a place and think that you're, you know, that means you're acting like it's going to happen and, and all of these things. And then nobody, and you don't know why, like, you don't know I'm remembering back, like I hadn't thought about this in a long time until people were talking about coming to the workshop. And I run the virtual workshop, you know, it's pretty common now, like that, that happens a lot. And so that's normal. And I know what that feels like. But I'm so excited to have people live and to be able to really interact and, 
in a different way. Like I love doing it over the phone and I love that I can do it virtually. Like that's such a gift because not everybody can just pick up and travel. And often people that, you know, sign up for that virtual, that's a snap decision. It's like they decide on Monday that they're coming to the workshop on Friday and they can do that because it's virtual. But there's something about the live and the planning and the fact that people are traveling from literally both coasts of the U.S., And in the middle, like they're all coming to Denver to hang out in this workshop and to really grow in this workshop and to do what I talk about on this podcast, which is get really clear about the life you want to be living so that that path can start appearing easily. So it can be easy because like I talk about all the time, when you know the experience of that, it just happens. The path like just lights up for you. And you're just directed, you're guided. It's the GPS point and you're just, you know, go left here, go right here, talk to this person, do this. And so just, I've just been thinking about how blessed I am and how excited I am about where I am and that, you know, I've come so far and that people are, you know, flying. They're not just driving like from around Denver. When I first, you know, tried to do a workshop live, I just marketed it to people in Denver. You know, I didn't think people would fly in. And now people are flying in and they're happy to do it because they're excited. And so, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about today about how to get to that place. That's, I mean, that's really what this whole show is about. This whole podcast is about. It was about getting you to that place where you get to have these successful experiences like that. But you know, we're going to talk about a little bit about the things I did wrong in the past and what you can do to get closer to, and not just get closer, but to experience what you want to experience in terms of your business. Because I know you're an entrepreneur and you want to be successful. And so there's a couple of things I learned that changed the course of that success. So we'll talk all throughout the podcast. I'm always going to be talking about that. But today we're going to talk a little bit about figuring out what you do, because I think that that is one of the biggest steps I took in creating this workshop. And I think I knew, I sort of knew what I did back then. I kind of knew what I did. I didn't really know who I was serving. I didn't really know who it was for. It was all over the board because I didn't have a vision. Like that was the biggest reason why I wasn't successful. Why no one showed up to my workshop because I didn't have a vision. I didn't have a vision, so I couldn't get in touch with what success felt like, which meant I couldn't create it. So you've heard me talk about this, but it was about a year ago that I started getting really in touch with the success that I'm having right now, like this level of success. And now I'm getting in touch with like the next level. But about a year ago, I started evaluating like, who am I like going to be a year from now? And that level of success and what I wanted in my life. And as I started evaluating that, people came into my life, one of which is my mentor. And when I talk about getting clear and the path appearing, the path was so clear to her. There was no other choice. There was no other. I got really clear in who I was and she showed up exactly what I needed when I needed it. When I look at the timing of all of it, it's just it's amazing. And it really comes from that clarity. So one of the things that we did when I started working with her, she said, okay, bring me everything that you do, you know, everything that you have to offer and let's go through it. So we went through it and, you know, I had a lot of stuff on money coaching. I did straight law of attraction coaching, creating the life you want. I did loving yourself was one of my things. And I, 
I work with athletes. Right now, it's just the ones that are referred to me that are that already know about me. I don't actually market that, but there's a handful of athletes that I've been working with for a couple of years, and so I work with them and and anyone connected to them. They're all college athletes now, so high school and college athletes I work with. But I wanted to do more of that. I thought, you know, I was like, okay, I'm mean, I want to do this, right? And I thought that the way to success in my mind was to like get really broad and to do everything, right? There was probably something else in addition to athletes, like someone else I wanted to serve, something else I wanted to do. So that was four things I've listed right there. I mean, there could have been six, there could have been 10. And I and I put it all in a spreadsheet. And I was so excited. And I was really proud of all these things that I did. And she said, okay, like we could do this, but you're not going to make money the fastest way if we try and make it from all four of these channels which seemed counter to what I'd always like thought, or I don't know if I heard it or whatever, but I always thought I needed to have all of these different sources in order to make money and be successful. And what she was telling me was, we could do this. You can totally do this, which is what I love about her. You can totally do this, but it won't be the quickest path. And she just asked point blank, like, do you want to make your goal quickly or do you want to do all this? I wanted to make my goal as quick as possible. I wanted to be making money. I wanted to be experiencing like a successful business and more money than I had made the year before. So I said, okay, I'll pick one. She said, okay, pick one. So we started with money coaching because I have very successful, as you know, it's not available anymore, but I am coming up with a replacement course that's geared more towards entrepreneurs for increasing your money mindset and attracting more money into your life and really getting in alignment with that because that is important for business. And the course that I had before was sort of for the general public. It wasn't geared toward entrepreneurs and business owners. And so as I realized that who I could serve best was entrepreneurs, you know, that came to me over the last year, I realized I wanted a product then that really served them. Like, so that is coming. So you can look for that and you can sign up for my newsletter if you want and, you know, so that you know when that's coming out, but that's coming out. But then I, so I was like, okay, let me, you know, I had a successful money course and it was called Money, Money, Money. And I said, okay, like I'll focus on that. She said, okay, this is where we're going to focus. This is what we're going to do. And this is what you do. And I was resistant at first because I didn't, I didn't want to feel trapped. And I think a lot of you like who are listening to this are probably might have had that feeling before, might be feeling that as I'm talking about this, because you're amazing and you're amazing at so many things that choosing one may be hard, like choosing like, this is what I do. And I will tell you, for me, that made all the difference for a lot of reasons, Some of the biggest reasons is that I started stepping into that role. In a play, the main character doesn't play four different roles. You might have like some supportive characters that play more than one role, but they're not the main character. The main character, like if you're watching Romeo and Juliet, Juliet does not also play a townsperson. (laughs) She just plays Juliet and Romeo just plays Romeo. And that's because it would be too much. Like there already is enough to do with their costume changes and all of this that they can't be playing like a townsperson in in a scene that they're not in. It's just too much, right? And so it's the same when you're thinking about your business. You want to be the main role. Like that's the path to the most success. And the quickest and easiest way to this success is to be the main character in your own business, really. 
is to be that one. But you can't be that one if you're trying to play multiple roles. And some people will disagree with me, and that's okay. Because you don't, your energy gets dispersed, right? But if you go and you give the best performance as Juliet, I'm not sure why Romeo and Juliet popped into my head today as the example, but that's what I'm going to go with. So if you give your best performance as Juliet and you're not trying to be Juliet and one of her cousins and one of the Montagues and one of the other people, you know, other townspeople and one of the other family, you're not trying to do all of that. You're going to give the best performance as Juliet. And that's how it works in your business. Like when you when you just give yourself to one role, you can be the star because you have enough time and energy to do that. When you try and disperse out into all of these smaller roles, you're putting yourself into a smaller role and you're not able to step into that bigness of that big role because the time and the energy just isn't there and you can't you can't play that big role and play all those other roles. So that's an example I want to give of why it's important to pick what you do. I think there's so many reasons that we don't do it. You know, entrepreneurs with servants' hearts, you're afraid you're going to leave somebody out. And to that I say, I have learned, and I have learned I don't have to serve everybody. In fact, one of the reasons November was such a good month for me is in the probably six weeks before that, I had really started turning away and referring out anything that wasn't my main role because I don't do that anymore. They were clients of mine, so I'm sure they would have been happy to pay me instead of you know me referring them out. But I knew they needed a type of session that I used to do. But it's not what I do now. And I could have easily said, well, let's schedule this. And I could have made the money. And you know that month could have been a better month. I would have changed. I would have taken myself out of that head role, you know, the main character role, and put myself into a, you know, a secondary or tertiary role to do that. And I would, and then I would have stepped into that, and I would be playing four roles instead of the main role. And I knew because I had been watching myself evolve over the year that if I did that, if I put myself in those roles, I took myself out of that leading role. That's the word I've been looking for, leading role. I took myself out of the lead. I would have taken myself out of the lead had I taken on some of those things that I could have done. And so I refer, there was a point in time where I was referring out what felt like pretty frequently. And more than once I stopped and I'm like, is this really what you want to do? Like, Because most people would tell you or what I would have heard in the past is that that was leaving money on the table. Like, why am I giving away Money, because I could have served that client. I know that I could have helped that client be successful, but it's not what I do. And so in the past, I would have seen that as giving away money. Now I saw it as giving myself even more of a starring role in what I'm doing. And so at the beginning of the year, I picked like, okay, I'm going to talk about money. And what that did is it allowed me to step into that role of being a money mindset coach And it really allowed me to be heard by my audience. It allowed people to hear me because I was talking about money mindset. And that doesn't mean that's all I could talk about. It doesn't mean that I don't still talk about how to have a successful life and a good life because all of those things are tied together. But the main megaphone that I speak into uh, or spoke into for about the last eight, nine months was through money. It was about that. And once I really stepped into that at the beginning of the year, 
because I had toyed with it the year before, right? I had a successful course and I kind of stepped in and out of it. But when I stepped into it at the beginning of the year and I really started like, that's the role, you know, like that's, uh, that's my leading role. That's who I am. This is who I serve. This is what I do. That did a, a lot of things. Number one, like I just said, people could hear me. They could hear me because I was talking about one main thing instead of 20 things. And so when I, when I was talking about one main thing, when I wasn't playing, you know, just keeping with this character example, when I wasn't playing smaller roles, I was only playing the leading role. They saw me, right? Who do you see if you go see a play or a movie? Like you remember the lead. Sometimes you remember those other characters, but you remember the lead, right? So when I started playing the lead in my business, that's really about what the choice was to figure out what I did is about playing the lead. It's not about, you know, giving anything up. It's about stepping into something bigger. And when I made that choice and I started speaking through that megaphone of money and I started being the lead as a money maven and really teaching people about money mindset and really stepping into that, a couple things happened. So like I said, you could hear me. But the other thing that happened is that I could then see this path of where I could serve in a greater capacity because I wasn't trying to serve all of these tertiary roles. I was serving as a leader, as the lead role in my business. And when I saw that, I saw how I could serve at one level with money mindset and how the next level was really about once you get your money mindset, it's about investing that money and creating more money and creating a passive income. And so I could then that was like the next level, right? Could help people get really good about money, step into that investing and then step into that next level, which is really lifestyle and lifestyle design, which is what I do now. I do lifestyle and business design for entrepreneurs. And lifestyle design is the heart of that because you know that I believe you have to have that vision of where you're going to get to where you want. And then it turns out that's exactly what I had done. But if I had been trying to play all these roles, I wouldn't have got to that higher level of lifestyle design because I would have been serving all of these little roles and there wouldn't have been room to grow because I had to be the lead in my business in order to start serving at a higher level. And I always had thought, Again, you know, I think I've said this, but I thought you had to do all of these things and you had to you had to have 20 products and you had to be serving in all these different ways and you had to like be like have all these different angles on what your products were and all, all of this stuff, right? I thought I had to do all of that. And that's not true. And I'm so glad I figured that out. You can serve when you serve as the lead and then you grow from there. You just serve bigger and bigger. You serve at a higher and a deeper level. You can you serve the same people. So when you serve, you know, sort of this first level, like if I'm using my money course, I served a lot of people. And then there were some people who wanted to stay on and they wanted to learn about passive income and they wanted to learn about designing their lifestyle, right? And they wanted to keep working with me. That's why being the lead is magical because people want to stay on and work with you. And if they want to stay on and work with you, you're not constantly having to go out and getting new clients. You, I mean, you do get new clients, but some of them stay with you because you're allowing them to grow more with you versus offering all these things where they can only grow to a certain level and you don't have that second level and that third level of growth opportunity to serve them. 
So figuring out what you do, like what's the one thing you can step into, you can feel good about stepping into, is important. It's important to the success of your business. It's important to the success of your voice. It's important to the success of how you show up, right? Do you want to be the lead role or do you want to be that tertiary character playing multiple roles? And either is okay. Really, any of them is okay. And we'll talk about like finding a mentor and or a coach. Like you just want to find somebody who can support you in whatever way you choose. But getting clear about what you do and what your lead role is can really help you figure out, even if you do want to have 20 products, that's fine. But figuring out what your lead role is, what you're the star of, or what you want to be the star of, makes it easier to determine what even what those 20 things will be. Because they all come out of that leading role versus the third level of actor or actress or whatever, third level role. So Stepping into that will open up so many doors in your business, and it's as hard as you make it to figure out what's your lead role. It took me a long time to figure that out, but here's one of the reasons why. Because I refused to do it. I refused for a long time. I just fought against. There was more than one person who probably, they didn't tell me in the way that I'm telling you, but you know, you hear it in different ways. Pick a niche. Who do you serve? What problem are you solving? All of these different things are getting at that. They're getting at what's your lead role in your business. And I fought against it and I wouldn't pick. And the thing that I would do differently now, the thing that would help me fill that workshop back then that I know now that's helping me fill my workshop now and experiencing the success that I am, the thing that I would do differently, the thing that's important to do is to choose. It doesn't have to be forever, but choose and choose for six to six months to a year. Like choose to stand in that powerful place. Choose that lead role for now. Choose something because here's what happens when you don't choose. You don't choose. You got nothing. You have no information. Like you're just, you're continually not choosing. But if you choose, you can figure out if this is the place that you're going to fly and soar and you love or you figure out if that's not what you want to do. And I figured that out with money. Like I chose money because I had an amazing mentor who was like, pick one of these. That made the most sense. It felt the best. So I chose that. And what that did was it became pretty clear pretty quickly that I didn't necessarily want to just be a money coach. My higher level of serving, I didn't want to just... I don't know. I didn't just want to teach people about manifesting money and then manifesting more money. It just like that became clear that that wasn't it. But that only became clear because I stood there in that powerful role and I lived that role and I stepped into that role. Now, I love coaching about money. Let's get that clear. I do love coaching about money, but I didn't want that to be my whole day. I want coaching about money to be part of coaching about lifestyle. But if I hadn't chose to stand in the powerful role of money coach, I wouldn't have evolved into a lifestyle design coach and teaching people how to get super clear and how to draw in the money, but also the life that they love. It's because I made a choice and I stood in money that I could then get the information of what that means. I was guilty of it too. So when I say we are like, If you're listening to this, you might recognize yourself in being afraid to make that choice. Here's the thing about making the choice. You can always choose differently later, 
but you want to give yourself enough time. So I would say make a choice and commit to six months of saying this is what I do. Because the information that you're going to gain by making that choice, by standing in that leading role of your business, is going to be huge. When you stand there and you speak from that place, who hears you is different than when you're speaking from four different lower roles or you know, secondary roles, tertiary roles, right? It sounds different. Who shows up is different. And that's where I got the information. That's why this podcast came. Because when I stood in that role and I continued to grow in that role, I realized the people that were showing up to be served were entrepreneurs. So when I realized that, when I saw that pattern, those were the only people. Like nobody's ever taken my workshop who isn't an entrepreneur or who doesn't want to be an entrepreneur. So then it became really clear that I serve entrepreneurs really well. I wouldn't have known that and I would have resisted that if I hadn't stood in that leading role of money coach. So pick what you do because the information that you'll get from that is so valuable. So you're probably going to hear this more, but pick something, step into it, like be the leading role of that. You only like six months to a year, commit to yourself to really step into that leading role, to learn all the lines, to learn how to do it the best. And then if you want to make a different choice, make a different choice. But once you've stepped into that role, and even if you find out that you want to make a different choice, the choice will be so much better. It'll be so much more in line with who you are. So as always, you want to get clear first on the life you want to be living. And then you want to figure out, you want to get clarity on what's your leading role in your business? Who are you in your business? What lead can you step into? Oh, man, I love talking about this stuff. So if you ever want to talk about this personally with me, you can jump on a strategy session with me. It's complimentary. And let's talk about it. And let's flush some of this out and see how I can help. So I do love it. So I want to talk about one of my listeners that I also love. He's been in my world for a little while. He actually listened to my other podcast. But Jake love him. And I love this. He implemented Champagne Thursdays with his family. So him and his wife have champagne and he gets the his little girl and he gets his kids sparkling cider and they all cheers and toast and talk about what they have to celebrate in their lives. And I just, I love so much that he implemented that into his life. And I just wanted to share it all with you because celebrating along the way is one of the big keys to success. It's how you get more to celebrate. You start celebrating what is right now. And so create Champagne Thursdays or Champagne Fridays or I always have Celebration Wednesday. Whatever it is, find a time to celebrate. And uh, so all we have left for today's show, this was a, felt like a quick show, is the mantra. And to go in alignment with the celebrations, the mantra today is I look for reasons to celebrate. I look for reasons to celebrate. So say it, write it on a sticky note, write it on your mirror, however you want to use it this week, but really internalize. I look for reasons to celebrate and I will be back talking with you in a week. I cannot wait. Have a fabulous, wonderful rest of your week. Thanks for joining us on the Happy Ever After Show, where you don't need a genie lamp to get your wishes granted. Now that you're inspired and ready to take action, get yourself on the path to your happy ever after by scheduling a complimentary strategy session at createmyhappyeverafter.com 